This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Hey, also, I'm going to Rome and Assisi on my Great Saints pilgrimage June 8th to the 18th, 2020. You want to go too? There's still room. PilgrimageToRome.com. That's PilgrimageToRome.com. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. The single life, one of the four vocations in the church, and often the one that is most forgotten or even ignored. Not today. Author of the book Single for a Greater Purpose, A Hidden Joy in the Church, Luann Zerlo explains the importance, beauty, and purpose of the single vocation. I really enjoyed learning from her. Here she is, my conversation with Luann Zerlo. Hi, Luann. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for coming on. And You know, Luann, thank you for writing this book, because here, here's the deal. I, the single life is a vocation in the church. It is one of the four major vocations, but it's oftentimes the one that's most forgotten. Why do you think that is? Well, I think part of the reason is because there are a lot of singles that th- this is not their vocation, actually. Hmm. It's, it's uh, um, often during a period of discernment, and um, it's not as structured or as clear-cut as the obvious vocations to ordained ministry or to religious life or to married life. Um, you know, within the Catholic Church, you've got the, the laity ordained and religious, and within the laity, most people think of that state of life as being one in the married state. And so I think that's, that's, that's a large region. It's also one that um, one has to, it's a very individualized vocation, so one has to really um, spend a lot of time on the knees, if you will, to really discern that this is indeed what God is calling you to do. And I, I, I think it's, it is very much of a minority vocation for those who come to the discernment that God is calling them to be alone in the world, espoused to Him. And I think many Catholics, whether in the secular world or within the Catholic Church, um, just they, they haven't come to that point, if you will. Mm-hmm. I think you might have just answered this question, but let's do it again, because I, I want you to define uh, this special role that dedicated singles have in the Church. What is the dedicated single life? First and foremost, it's living out your baptismal promises in the, in the, secular, in the, in the world, if you will, um, in, the, in the everyday world in which most of us live. Um, all of our first and primary vocation is living out our baptismal promises. And um, so it's living well the lay state. I think second of all, it's doing so in, with a, a very close relationship with Christ. Um, and so you're effectively kind of leavening, I, I call it, all the little corners of the world that um, often the institutional church, whether it be through ordained, through priests or or religious sometimes can't get to. And in terms of canon law, you're, we're, we're not consecrated. Even if one were to take a private vow to perhaps a spiritual director or a private promise um, in, in your own soul to, to, to God directly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, there, 
I've taken a, a private vow to my spirit um, in in the company of my spiritual director, um, but I would not consider myself consecrated because I have not taken public vows as a religious ordained person. Were and it's it is also a slight. It's there is a nuanced difference between um, consecrated virgins who um, do take a public vow, um, and and they they do a vow of obedience to their local. Bishop, in addition to um, to, to chastity, mm-hmm. you say that the dedicated single vocation complements marriage and religious life. How so? I think one of the things the dedicated single life kind of shines a light on is that our hearts are made to be given away, and they're never going to be completely at peace until unless you've given your heart to Christ, to God, and a single person does that more directly and obviously doesn't have a human spouse, which um, it seems like the obvious route to happiness. Um, and it is for, for, for most people. Um, but those who, who are in the marriage state also have to give their, their hearts to God, but they, 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 they achieve their spirituality, their sanctity through their spouse. And family that, that's an integral part of of, of your sanctity mm-hmm. um, whereas so it's shedding a light on the fact that we're made for heaven we're made for ultimate union with God and that doesn't involve a human spouse uh, as you are single that means that this dedicated single life one would be celibate so you know for the sake of the kingdom now this this yields fruitful spousal relationship with Jesus Christ what are the fruits that come from this well i think first and foremost we're living in a you know troubled times mm-hmm. and there there's a lot of anxiety out there and um unhappiness despair even and if you're living your vocation well all of us if all of us are but um, particularly, I think, a dedicated single that has, often has um, many relations with people that might not be in, in the church, um, even in those within the church. And if you're living it well, you're, you're at peace and you're joyful. And you're, you're, you, you don't have what the world necessarily says you need to make yourself happy, mm. but yet you're showing that this is an ex- can be an extraordinarily joyful and peaceful state. And I think that um, that's a powerful evangelical tool, if you will. Um, so I think that's, that's a critical for The obvious one that people tend to immediately um, go to is that of apostolic action. Yes, when you are single, you have more time to, to do works, if you will. But um, while that is certainly true, I wouldn't say that's at the core of the fecundity or fruitfulness of this vocation. It's at its core. It's you're you're shining a light toward of to, 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 you're shining a light to God through your joyfully lived um, life. Yeah, I, I I think that's exactly right, Luann. You know, the single life it confuses people. And it catches their attention in confusing them. And when we catch their attention, doors are open to evangelize them. You know, people kind of stop in their tracks a little bit like, what, what is this? The dedicated single life? I think most Catholics wouldn't know uh, how to, you know, how to even describe it or talk about it. And in a sense, then you're able to kind of share your story. And that's evangelization right there. Absolutely. And it's, um, especially in today's world, I mean, chastity is just, is, 
it's almost considered odd or weird. Right. And it's, even within certain people within the church, are, are kind of they make it sound like it's an unattainable, um, unattainable way of living. Um, I would say one thing, which is we all sadly know, fewer and fewer people um, have uh, are, believe in God and have faith, and we know that the polls around the millennials um, now about a third or so unchurched and and with no sense of of religion. And um, so as a result, I think the, the, the obvious people of the Church, the religious and priests, um, become almost so remote and rare for, for so much of the population that they can't relate to. And I think I, I, I see dedicated singles as those that can evangelize in corners of the world that are traditional, um, the traditional religious or ordained cannot get to, if you will, given, given this modern mindset. If I'm going to discern the priesthood, and I, I did for a period of time, I entered a seminary that was discerning. It's much different than just thinking about if God's calling me to be a priest. It was going in and living that lifestyle as a seminarian. How does one discern the single life? A lot of time on the knees. Hmm. It's a vocation that I think more often than not um, is realized or comes to people later in life. Um, you know, a few of us grow up thinking, oh, this is what I'm, I'm going to, this is what God is calling me to. The obvious one is marriage, and then less obvious for, for most would be ordained or religious life. And um, having said that, I, I taught for a number of years at Catholic University, and so I, I interacted quite a bit with young young folks in their low 20s, and I, I'm sensing more, particularly women, are, are real, are, are Kind of thinking this could be their vocation earlier in life than my generation, um, and so it, it does sometimes come to you after other things not working out. Now, that's not to say it's necessarily a default vocation because I think that's a lot of people think of it that way. Um, but it's one; it's it's unique, and it it's one in which you you really have to have a contemplative, I would argue, or, or deeply prayer side to you because you're not. Your daily life can be so unstructured, and you really have to kind of be someone that is able to discern the whisperings of the Holy Spirit and live a, a structured life that's edifying, um, that's not necessarily externally imposed on one like it would be if you were a mother or father and dealing with um, the family issues or ordained a religious life. Um, this is one where really you, you are you are out there and you've got to you've got to live your life well because this is this is a vocation that could also go woefully wrong. Um, the, the the freedom it allows in kind of seemingly free freedom around this vocation um, can get people in trouble. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to that default mentality, as you were saying, because, you know, I, I, friends, did not default into marriage from the seminary, from, you know, uh, becoming a priest. Um, I, I discerned, and it wasn't 
where the Lord was calling me to, to go. And so then I ended up finding my vocation and getting married. So, you know, people might think, as you said, that the single life is just kind of default. Well, marriage didn't work out, so I'm just going to be single. Or priesthood didn't work out, so I'm just going to be single. No. I mean, if this is truly your vocation and you dedicate yourself to this life, this is your vocation. You didn't default out of marriage or default out of another vocation. This is your vocation. And what you say is to live this with purpose, to live it with joy, and it can and is being done, especially in your life. And you got a great witness, Luann. I want to thank you for writing this book. I think it's going to do a lot of good for the church and many, many people out there when it comes to understanding what the single life is. Well, thank you very much. God bless. So there you have it, friends. I learned a lot during that interview. This might be one to send to a family or friend. Pick up the book yourself and learn more from Luann on the dedicated single life. This is a vocation and one that needs to be better understood. Luann has obviously dedicated herself to helping others in that process. Big thanks to Luann Zerlo, my guest today. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter. Inviting your friends to take part in the show, visit our website at yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.